everyone and welcome back to the True Crime Talks podcast. My name is Katie and this is episode 3 where we will be discussing Scottish serial killer Peter Tobin. I briefly talked about Peter Tobin on the Bible John episode and thought I would go into more detail about his life and crimes. Peter Britton Tobin was born on the 27th of August 1946 in Johnston, Renfrewshire in Scotland. He was the youngest of eight with four older sisters and three older brothers. At the age of seven, Peter was sent to an approved school, which is a type of residential institution where young people are sent for committing offences or because they were deemed to be beyond parental control. He is reported to have been a difficult child and later served time in a borstal, which is a type of youth detention centre. Although Peter was raised in Scotland, in August 1969 he moved to Brighton in England. Here he met and married a 17-year-old named Margaret Louise Robertson Mountney. They separated soon after and were divorced two years later in 1971. In 1973, Peter met 30-year-old nurse Sylvia Jeffries. They married and had two children together, a son and a daughter. However, the daughter died soon after birth. He was married to Sylvia for three years until Sylvia left, taking their son with her. In 1989, Peter married his third wife, Cathy Wilson, and had a son together. Soon after, three of them moved to Scotland together and settled in Bathgate, West Lothian. In the same year, Cathy moved back to Portsmouth, where she had grown up, leaving Tobin in Scotland. In 1991, Peter moved back to England and settled in Margate, Kent. Two years later, he moved again to be near his younger son in Hampshire. On the 4th of August 1993, Peter attacked two 14-year-old girls after they went to visit a neighbour who was not home. The attack happened at Peter's flat in Lee Park, Havant. The girls had asked if they could wait in Peter's flat for the neighbour. He then forced them to drink cider and vodka, held them at knife point and sexually assaulted the girls. He stabbed one of them and then turned on the gas cooker and left them for dead. Fortunately, both girls survived. The attack took place while his son was present in the flat. After this attack, Peter joined the Jesus Fellowship, a religious sect in Coventry. He used a false name but was later captured in Brighton after his blue Austrian metro car was found. Peter pled guilty on the 18th of May 1994 and was sentenced to a 14-year prison sentence. Ten years later, in 2004, 58-year-old Peter Tobin was released from prison and returned to Paisley in Scotland. Peter Tobin was first convicted for murder in 2007. In September 2006, Peter was working under the false name of Pat McLaughlin. He was working as a church handyman at St. Patrick's Church in Anderston, Glasgow. He had used a false name to avoid detection as he was still on the sex offenders register for his 1994 convictions. Angelica was a 23-year-old Polish student 
who was staying at the presbytery in St. Patrick's Church. She was working as a cleaner to help finance her university studies. Angelica Cluck was last seen alive in the company of Peter Tobin on the 24th of September 2006. On the 29th of September, her body was found in an underground chamber beneath the floor of the church. It is thought that she was attacked in the garage attached to the presbytery. She was beaten, raped and stabbed and then placed under the floorboards while she was still alive. Peter Tobin was arrested in London after being admitted to hospital under a false name. The trial took place from the 23rd of March to the 4th of May 2007 at the High Court in Edinburgh. Peter was found guilty of raping and murdering Angelica and was sentenced to life imprisonment with a minimum of 21 years. He was described by the judge in this case as an evil man. He also received a further 30 months sentence for breaching the terms of the register as he had moved to Glasgow without notifying police. 2007, Peter Tobin's former house in Bathgate was searched in connection with the disappearance of a teenager in 1991. Fifteen-year-old Vicky Hamilton was last seen on the 10th of February 1991. She had been waiting for a bus home to Reading near Falkirk. It was believed that Peter had moved from Bathgate to Margate a few weeks after her disappearance. On the 21st of July 2007, Lothian and Borders Police stated that they had arrested and charged a man in connection with the crime. However, they did not confirm the identity of the man at this time. In October 2007, 50 Irvine Drive in Margate was searched by police. This was the house that Peter lived in shortly after leaving Bathgate. On the 14th of November 2007, police confirmed that the remains of Vicky Hamilton were found in the back garden of this house. Peter was tried at the High Court in Dundee in November 2008 for Vicky Hamilton's murder. Evidence by the prosecution included DNA and fingerprints that were found on Vicky Hamilton's purse, on the sheeting in which her body was wrapped and on a dagger found in Peter's former house. Prosecution also proved Peter had lived at both houses in Bathgate and Margate in 1991 and there was eyewitness testimony of suspicious behaviour from Peter in Bathgate around the time. After a month-long trial, he was convicted of Vicky's murder on the 2nd of December 2008. He was again sentenced to life imprisonment. Shortly after this, Peter gave notice to court officials that he intended to challenge the verdict and overturn the sentence. This appeal was dropped in March 2009. The judge said to Peter at sentencing, You stand convicted of the truly evil abduction and murder of a vulnerable young girl in 1991, and thereafter of attempting to defeat the end of justice in various ways over an extended period. Yet again, you show yourself to be unfit to live in decent society. It's hard for me to convey the loathing and revulsion that ordinary people will feel for what you have done. I fix the minimum period in which you must be in custody at 30 years. Had it been open to me, I would have made 
the period run consecutive to the 21-year custodial period that you're already serving. After the discovery of Vicky Hamilton's body, a second body was found at 50 Irvine Drive, Margate. The body was later confirmed to be that of Dinah McNichol. Dinah McNichol was an 18-year-old from Tillingham, Essex. She was last seen alive on the 5th of August 1991, after hitchhiking home from a music festival in Liphook, Hampshire. She was with a male friend and they accepted a lift from a male stranger. Her friend was dropped off near Rygate off the M25 and Dinah stayed in the car with the driver. After her disappearance, withdrawals were made from her bank account in Hampshire and Sussex. Her friends and family said that this was out of character for Dinah, as she had intended to use the money for travel or education. After her body was found in Margate, Essex police reopened the investigation into her disappearance. On the 1st of September 2008, Peter Tobin was accused of her murder and a trial began in June 2009. The trial was initially postponed as Tobin was not fit to stand trial pending surgery. The trial resumed on the 14th of December 2009 at Chelmsford Crown Court. Peter Tobin was found guilty of Dinah McNichol's murder and subsequently received his third life sentence. After Peter Tobin's first murder conviction in 2006, a nationwide police investigation into his life was started, called Operation Anagram. After the third conviction in December 2009, Operation Anagram increased in intensity. Police were investigating Peter Tobin for possible involvement in 13 unsolved murders, including the three victims of unidentified serial killer Bible John. Peter allegedly boasted in prison that he has 48 victims. Police forces have investigated the possibility of his connection to dozens of murders and disappearances of teenage girls and young women across the UK. It was the work of Operation Anagram that led to the discovery of the bodies of Vicky Hamilton and Dinah McNichol. It was reported that detectives were following up to 1,400 lines of inquiry as of December 2009. The operation was wound down in June 2011, with officers having narrowed the review down to nine unsolved murders and disappearances that Peter may be connected to. The nine unsolved murders and disappearances that Peter Tobin was initially linked to were that of Louise Kay, Jess Earl, Dorothea Meachin, Pamela Exel, Patricia Morris, Pamela Hasty, Nicola Payne, Jennifer Keeley, and one unidentified body. 18-year-old Louise Kay disappeared from Beachy Head in Eastbourne in 1988. She had told friends that she was going to sleep in her car at the beach, which is something she had done previously. Louise or her gold Ford Fiesta have never been seen again. Operation Anagram established that Peter had been working in Eastbourne at a hotel at the time she disappeared. He was also selling a small hand-painted car after she had vanished. It's thought that he could have repainted her car and sold it on to hide his crime. 
He had a history of dealing cars for an auction company and had links to scrapyards. Louise had met a mysterious Scottish man shortly before her disappearance and he had given her money for petrol. Louise Kay's case was featured on Crime Watch in 1994. DSI Swindle, the head of Operation Anagram, stated in 2018 that he believes Peter Tobin killed Louise Kay. At the time of her disappearance, Peter Tobin owned 22 Windlesham Road in Brighton. However, the house and its garden have never been searched for remains. Former police officer Mark Williams Thomas stated that he believes Louise Kay's body is still buried in the garden of the property. However, her case has never been formally solved. The murder of 22-year-old Jesse Earle in 1988 was also investigated by Operation Anagram. She disappeared from Eastbourne and her body was found in 1989 on Beachy Head in Eastbourne. Her bra had been tied around her hands as restraints. Peter had been living in the area at the time and was working as a handyman at a church in Eastbourne. It was thought that Jesse Earl had previously met a Scottish man while out walking and had been nervous about him. After Jesse's body was found, Peter moved with his wife and child to Bathgate, Scotland, without informing his wife of these plans in advance. This was very similar to when he moved from Bathgate to Margate after the murder of Vicky Hamilton. It seemed he often moved across country to avoid being caught for crimes he had committed. It was proven that days after Jesse Earle's murder, Peter had checked into hospital in Glasgow, which further showed his habit for moving away after committing a murder. Mark Williams Thomas also supported the theory that Tobin was responsible for Jesse Earle's death, as well as that of Louise Kay, and criminologist David Wilson also supported this theory. As far back as 1971, Operation Anagram investigated Peter Tobin in connection to several other cases. The body of 37-year-old Dorothea Meachin was found in April 1971 in Renfrew, where Peter Tobin grew up. In August 1974, the decapitated body of an unknown woman was found wrapped in a sheet in Norfolk. The woman was never identified, but the sheet was found to be one of only six sold by a Scottish company. This happened during the years of 1962 to 1968, when Peter Tobin was living in Glasgow. He had used plastic sheets in the murder of Vicky Hamilton, Dinah McNichol and Angelica Cluck. There were also other similarities between the unidentified body and the way in which Dinah McNichol was bound. After Peter's three murder convictions, the body was exhumed, however the woman or the killer were not identified. Police believe she may have been a sex worker nicknamed the Duchess who went missing in 1974. On the 30th of August 1974, 21-year-old Pamela Exel vanished after going on a late-night walk in Snettisham, Norfolk. Although it was speculated that jewellery Peter Tobin had was thought to be similar to what she was wearing when she disappeared, the police eventually ruled out a connection with Peter Tobin and Pamela Exel's disappearance. On the 16th of June 1980, 14-year-old Patricia Morris vanished during her lunch break at school in Feltham. She was found strangled to death nearby. 
Her murder was reinvestigated by Operation Anagram. However, the case was subsequently linked to serial killer Levi Belfield, who was the boyfriend of Patricia Morris at the time. He allegedly confessed to her murder in 2008. On the 4th of November 1981, 16-year-old Pamela Hastie was found raped, strangled and dumped in the woods in Renfrewshire. Links to Peter Tobin were investigated, but the case was not solved. On the 14th of December 1991, 18-year-old Nicola Payne disappeared while walking to her parents' house in Coventry. In 2010, police investigated Peter Tobin for her murder, as he was known to spend time in Coventry. This was during the early 90s, while he was hiding in a religious sect. Mark Williams Thomas initially believed Peter Tobin could not be ruled out, however subsequently stated that he does not believe Peter Tobin was responsible for her murder. On the 22nd of January 2005, 35-year-old Jennifer Keeley was stabbed 16 times and found burned on a beach in Eastbourne. Tobin was initially linked to the case, however hospital records showed that he had been treated in a hospital in Paisley in the days leading up to the murder and discharged on the day of the murder. This ruled him out as a suspect. As discussed in episode 2, Peter Tobin was investigated in relation to the Bible John murders in the 1960s. All three of his wives had described Peter as a charming, well-dressed psychopath who turned violent and displayed a sadistic streak during their marriages. They also alleged that he reacted violently to menstruation, which is thought to be the motive behind the Bible John murders. Peter Tobin has since been eliminated as a suspect in the Bible John murders due to his relocation from Glasgow to Brighton after the first murder. It was found that he was in Brighton at the time of the final two Bible John murders. Tobin's DNA was eventually checked against the sample from the Bible John case and conclusively proved that it was not sourced from Peter Tobin. Peter Tobin was never convicted for any other murders or disappearances. On the 9th of August 2012, Peter was taken to Edinburgh Royal Infirmary after suffering chest pains and a suspected heart attack while in prison in Edinburgh. Three years later, he was slashed with a razor blade in his sleep, leaving a 20-centimetre scar on his face and neck. Sean Moynihan pleaded guilty to the attack in October and was sentenced to 32 more months in prison. In February 2016, he was again hospitalised following a suspected stroke. In 2019, he was reportedly suffering from cancer and was very frail. On the 8th of October 2022, Peter Tobin died at Edinburgh Royal Infirmary at the age of 76. On the 16th of October, his ashes were scattered at sea after no relatives or next of kin claimed his body. 